0: So, yeah, so we just released, or you just released, we had the Bad Ombre, which is our Mexican lager. Yep. And that's went over very well because uh, everyone's like, well, what does it taste like? I'm like, well, if you're asking me what a Mexican lager tastes like, you probably, whatever I name is not going to be close enough. But I usually tell them, like, have you ever had a Modelo, you know, or something like that? I mean, that's the closest thing I could think of.
1: It's fairly on point. There, there are some yeah. technical points on that beer. I didn't. Right. Uh, this is the podcast, so I'd like to think that it, if you're tuning in for this and you're you're staying for the long haul, I'm not going to be talking over your head or at least you're going to be interested to a point that right. you're going to check it out or whatever. But um, Mexican lager is essentially a Vienna lager, Americanized. Um, so when immigrants kind of came into North America, Austrian and German, uh, they took an uh, old school Vienna lager and kind of Americanized it, which essentially meant that they supplemented some corn into it and um, a couple yep. other ins and outs um we did no different than that we kept it traditional up to that point so we supplemented about uh 20 of corn into the grain bill instead of pilsner uh that's going to add a little bit of graininess you're going to taste the corn um it's going to add a little bit of sweetness as well it's kind of like hey like you drink this beer you're going to kind of taste a little bit of that corn tortilla chip or yeah i, guess yeah, I get that for absolutely. sure absolutely uh which is awesome i love that for pairing with uh uh mexican and especially since we got a little bit of Uh, both lime juice concentrate and lime zest in there because that's Mm going to cut through a lot of uh, uh, greasy or cheesy Mexican food which is awesome Uh, so great for pairing Um, one thing that a lot of the Mexican beers do is or you'll notice is they come in clear bottles so you're gonna kind of get that um, skunked Mm -hmm. slash light struck slash three MBT characteristic Um, that's intentional we're not putting this in clear bottles. So to recreate that a little bit um, we didn't exclusively a calcium sulfate addition on the, on the brewing salt. That's going to kind of bring out a little bit of pungency, but it's a pleasant pungency, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm not comparing it to like cooked onion or garlic, but, <laughs> but like that is a pleasant pungency. So to put it in perspective, that's kind of what we were looking at doing with that. Um, and then we got some fresh uh, hand dested lime in there. Uh, sometimes you pull a little bit of waxiness out of uh, especially a fresh hand dested lime. Uh what I notice is you can cut through through that with organic acid. So we got some um lime juice concentrate in there. We got it at a subtle enough addition that uh it's not overwhelming the beer. Uh okay. so if if you don't want to like if you're the type of guy that wants, hey, I want a modelo, but I don't I don't want the lime with it, you can still have this beer and enjoy it. Yep. But um it it still opens up the opportunity to like, hey, I do want to garnish this with the lime. And uh I actually prefer mine with lime. I think it's great. Uh, fresh is best, so yeah. uh, fresh sliced lime in there uh, kind of cuts through some stuff. Um, turned out turned out great. It's crushable. It's enjoyable. Um, it's
0: so written, low APV, so you're not going to be sitting there getting tanked super fast while drinking it. I mean, what four two, right? Uh, or no that's, we, no, that's no, uh, that's I was thinking that's, that's the tweet.
1: I, I think we went about four nine on this Ooh, guy.
0: It's still pretty low, yeah, for considering. So it's still you know easily drinkable. You yep. can drink a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Stuff enjoy and then uh, noblest nectar. Oh are man, that, that so is, good! That is a treat.
1: Um, <laughs> the there is nothing like the complexities of a barrel aged sour, and <clears throat> I'm not tearing down kettle sours at all. They are awesome. Um, a lot of breweries do them very well, but uh, I thoroughly enjoy uh, the complexities of the microbes all working together over time in a barrel and really creating a, a treat like that. This drink is seven two five, but it drinks like 4-5 or 5. Or oh, five. it's so, it's, yeah. It's almost dangerous in that component. Uh, the one thing I really like about this beer, and I don't want you to confuse the, uh, what I'm about to say with uh, it being like wine, uh, tasting exactly like wine, but it's got a lot of wine characteristics. Yeah. So what I mean by that is it's got a very light body, uh, so it's overcarbonated. So you get kind of a champagne carbonation. Um, it drinks like four or five or five, but it's seven two five, So it dries out your palate. There's a reason why people pair wine with food. Um, that's because it's a great palate cleanser. This is no different. This beer is meant to be paired with food like through mm-hmm. and through. Um, the reason it's dry, really dried out is because of the honey, honey definitely dries out a product. Um, the honey characteristic, uh, that is kind of the key component with with the honey addition. Uh, the main flavor components are coming from the, the wild yeast um, and the hops. So we finished it with some Nelson Solvins. Um, we were already getting some some kind of white wine characteristics out of that fooder. Sure, yeah, I can see that. Um, and then Nelson Solvins definitely gave it a grapiness. And the grapiness, I find like really melts together with kind of the funkiness of some of the barnyard from the bread, right? Um, but we have we have two bread strains in the fooder. wow. And uh, the second bread strain is a little bit more ester forward, and right up front in the aroma, right when you pour it, you get that carbonation popping. Yep. Uh, for me personally, I get a lot of the mango, pineapple, like a lot of tropical components. Oh yeah. And then as it warms up, you kind of get some of that uh, barnyard melting melting together with the grape. And that's and, what uh, that's
0: why I love it. For. I love the clump complexity of it you oh, know yeah. i mean it just sits there and it just it's a it's a beer to it's linger on you know you don't want to sit there and just be done with it in five no. minutes well i mean yes and no <laughs> <laughs> get two of them so the first one out, <laughs> right <then. laughs> you know but no i mean i've given that to a lot of, or a lot of people you know they come in they've never been here before or they're like i like summer shandies, i like three one twos you know, I know those are like you know lemon whip, lemon wheat beers, or they're like I like fruity beers. I've been giving that to sample. It's about fifty fifty. You know, if you're not used to sours, it's still a sour. You know, at the end of the day, because it's American wild. Yep. You know, so if you're not used to it, it's kind of different. But some people are like, ooh, that's interesting, because you know you tell them peach and honey, and they think in their brain kind of starts working that way. Yep. You know, and again, it's like you said, it's got wine, so you're gonna pull your own flavors, but you kind of tell people what to look for, and then they kind of make their own judgment afterwards. But yeah, I think
1: people hear uh, honey and they immediately think, uh, sweet, the, the honey characteristics really going to come through and it's going to yeah. be sweet. I'm like, well, actually, it dries it out. Yeah. Um, w- which was kind of the idea. Um, I would love to see this beer back in the fooder um, after the raspberry lamb it comes out. Um, and I would like to apricot it aggressively. And I would like to talk to our honey suppliers uh, at Little Reds who are incredible. Nice. And they know their product very well and they grow their bee pea- population. Uh, every year from what they were saying um, and see if we can work together with them and, and possibly do something in regards to save the bees. Cool. Um, so be like this is as a brewer, you're looking way out there. So we're talking like, <laughs> yeah. like 2020, 2021. So, <laughs> so, but I mean, it's, but, it's how we have to plan. If you don't right. plan that
0: far advanced, right. You have no beer to give people besides flagship beer all the time. Right. Right. I think some people, because I mean, how long did the, 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 um, the noble snectar sit in the um, the wooden uh. See the fooder, It fooder, was in there yeah. for nine months. Nine months. So yep. I mean, that's nine months ago. Plus the planning just to get to that point. So I mean, yeah, I think a lot of people understand it, it could take eight months to eighteen months to plan out a beard and let it just sit there. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so. and that was our second go in the fooder. Um, the the honey golden wild. It was a safe play to to really establish the microbes. That uh, sure. that beard dropped down to three five three six pH and uh, in reality we were looking for three four maybe just a scotch more sour um, But uh, we definitely got more of a drop than the original anniversary and that, that was due to dropping the hop load on the eye On the front end Gotcha. Dropping the IBU down. So now now that we're a little more established We can start uh, increasing the hop load a little bit as we go So the next beer in there the raspberry lambic uh, we got the IBU up to about 10 or 11 Okay, and um, we went real aggressive on the ras- raspberry um, if there's one thing that's for certain, there are certain fruits that you cannot fail uh, with, and raspberry. um, this is a, a low risk, high reward <laughs> beer that we have in there. And the last sample we took out was dope. Right. So I can't wait for the raspberry lambic to come out. That is going to be dynamite. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love Lambricks. I mean, it's a good change of pace. If you're drinking a lot, and you need something to slow your roll down a little bit and then just easily, but enjoy yourself. It's Yo, a good way to do it. Awesome man. Well, thanks for uh, stopping out today. And uh, for sure. I already oh wait, hold on, hold my. on, hold on. There we go. I drink way too fast. He did. It's, it's, he did all it's, the talking. It's so. bad luck to clink right. and not to drink. All right, guys, stop right. down at Seven Hills Brewer. We got uh, all these on tap currently, and this is in near the end of June, so we still have quite a bit left. Stop down. We'll see you guys next time. Bid you do.